relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. It's always a topic I feel mm, trepidatious about grappling with because of my family background. As you know, my parents, as children, lived under fascism. They survived World War II. And then they lived under communism. My father attempted to resist it, was betrayed by someone called Kim Philby, a MI6 double agent, and was given a life sentence at the age of 20. Six years later, he was liberated from a communist prison escaped to the West with a 17-year-old daughter of a fellow prison mate who later would become his wife and my mother. So when, when I discuss the topic of dictatorship, authoritarianism, and police state tactics, I have something to compare it to. I have the lives of my parents. And as such, it's difficult to use those words and adjectives to describe living here in America, which should be the freest nation on God's green earth. Are we creeping or are we speeding at high rate of knots towards the police state in America? Outside of President Trump, perhaps, there is no one better to ask than the dynamic duo of freedom fighters who have become not just friends to me, but favorites across the nation as you've been listening to them nigh on for five years now on America First. It's been far too long, but it's wonderful to have you back. Victoria Tunsing and Joe DeGenoa. Hey, great to be with you. Really Sam. great to see you, Sam. Well, uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, greetings of the season. Yes, indeed. Christmas is almost upon us. I can't believe we're already in December. Absolutely outrageous. <laughs> I'm still recovering from the trip to Fan and the Thanksgiving turkey. Uh, we, we have so much to discuss. You know, what's happening to President Trump, uh, judges out of control, uh, revelations of censorship over average Americans. But let me start with this, because this is the kind of the story that everyone missed or suddenly came up and withered on the vine. And for me, it's probably, after the raid on Mar-a-Lago, the biggest story of the last year or maybe the last 10 years, that a special counsel, a special prosecutor, who has almost godlike powers, requested from the Department of Justice a warrant for the names, the identities, and the addresses of any American who liked or reposted a social media post of the president's. These aren't uh, drug traffickers. These aren't human smugglers. These are American citizens just liking a former president or then president's post on social media. The idea that this warrant was granted against millions of people by the Department of Justice I'd like you, as a former U.S. attorney and as uh, intelligence staffer on, on the Senate side, to comment on the quality of law and order and rule of law in America. Well, I think the thing that's interesting about that warrant that you're referring to was it was signed by the then chief judge of the United States District Court for the District of Columbia, a woman named Beryl Howell. 
who was an Obama appointee. She was and has been uh, known to be extremely partisan. She signed this warrant to what was then Twitter for, uh, for Jack Smith, for everybody who took down the president's Twitters. Now, the investigative purpose of that is inconceivable to me on such a broad scale. What you do is you look for something specific when you seek a search warrant. This was a general warrant for all of the communications involving his Twitter account. It is unbelievable that any federal judge would have signed that. Oh, no. Let me insert. A federal judge signed one against me. Yes. <laughs> it's called a covert warrant. And unlike uh, Elon Musk, who fought it, Google and Apple just turned over everything that was in my they had in my account. But, but let, for those who aren't familiar with the story, let's talk about how you found out that your communications had been accessed covertly by the government, uh, despite the fact that you're a, a working attorney who has client attorney privilege. When did you find out that your, your Google communications, everything on the cloud, all your electronic communications had been uh, accessed by the government? How did you find that out, Victoria? Two years later, when an, a, a same Obama judge appointee uh, issued, uh, approved a search warrant for my house. And of course, the Southern District of New York called CNN. And within minutes afterwards, CNN wanted to know about the raid on our house by the FBI. It was obnoxious after 18 months and $500,000. They couldn't find one document that they had a question about. And, and what now, was the crime, the predicate for, for uh, the warrants against you? What, what heinous act had you committed? No, I didn't. They said I had evidence of someone else committing a FARA violation. So it's even worse because... Hang on. The the Foreign Agent Registration Act, which has nary once been used in any kind of prosecution, you you had information of that, and that's why they gave secret warrant access to your communications? That, That is correct. So um, this, this is not unusual, and these are Obama-appointed federal judges who are doing Now, in the, in the case of the warrant that Jack Smith sought for the president's Twitter account, that warrant was issued in January of 2023, and it wasn't made known to the president until late October of 2023. So for 10 months, the president was denied, and his lawyers were denied knowledge that this information had been accessed. Now, this judge, Beryl Howell, who signed this warrant, is no longer the chief judge of the U.S. District Court in D.C., but she is what they call a senior judge, which means she's still sitting on cases. And uh, she gave a speech the other day that would make your... Your, your head spin. Well, well, well I, I, have the re- I have the report here. So uh, this uh, judge, Judge Beryl Howell, uh, gave a speech in which she warned, warned that because of President Trump and those who support him, uh, un- the United States is creeping towards authoritarianism. Your reaction? <laughs> it, we're here. We're here. Are you kidding me? When the FBI takes guns a-blazing and goes after a, a, an abortion uh, protester, uh, when he had said that he would turn himself in, when the FBI goes to the national airport and arrests Peter Navarro, shackles him and throws him into a cell for a misdemeanor, 
when the FBI seizes a phone from uh, Scott Perry, a Republican member of Congress, we're there. The comments by this judge in that speech about authoritarianism show a staggering ignorance of what has been going on in the country for five years. Now, this is a judge who, remember, was the chief judge of the United States District Court in D.C. Where was she in her observations when the FBI conducted a fake investigation of a presidential candidate and then a sitting president and for a number of years used every illegal means necessary, including lying to the FISA court to get to get warrants, secret warrants against people who were working with Trump. This this judge should be removed from the bench. This type of political commentary has no place in speeches by the judiciary. And if the House of Representatives weren't wasting its time expelling Republican members, they might take some time and investigate Judge Howell. How, how would you and, even and, remove a sitting federal judge? And, and what, what is the precedent for that? Impeachment. Impeach, impeachment. That's been done a lot. It's been done. In fact, uh, there was a former Democratic yeah. congressman who was removed for taking bribes and then ran for the House of Representatives and, and, and sat there for the last few years. Got elected from so, Florida. Yes. I forget his name. Can't remember his name right but, now. But let me, here's another aside about Judge Howell, and that is that she was used by Jack Smith for the Mar-a-Lago case. Correct. Because they knew she was a patsy. And she's the one that eviscerated the Trump attorney-client privilege when um, by saying that his lawyer had to turn over all notes. of his lawyers. Yes. She, 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 uh, I think it was at least three or four lawyers that Judge Howell uh, ruled that they were part of a criminal conspiracy, either knowingly or unknowingly, and therefore the privilege didn't exist anymore. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. We're talking one-on-one with our very favorite guests, Victoria Tunsing and Joda Jenner. Follow them at Vic Tunsing on Twitter, T-O-E-N-S-I-N-G. And as you heard, they've been fighting the deep state to the tune of half a million dollars. Would you support them? Can I ask you to go to the givesendgo.com slash Tunsing page and please support them, support them generously. That's givesendgo.com slash Tunsing. If you enjoy the deep dive discussion 
Sessions, the long-form radio with the true experts like Joe and Victoria, with the real newsmakers. Make sure you never, ever miss an episode. Go to whichever platform you prefer for podcasts, Salem, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka. Do leave us a five-star review and share the links with your friends. If you want to see the end of the deep state, if you want to push back on political persecution through the courts, through the FBI, through the DOJ, well, we've done something for you. We've taken the president's booking photograph from Atlanta. We've put it on a yard sign, on a T-shirt, on a mug with a very simple message, Trump 2024. If you stand with him, go right now to SebGorkaStore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, SebGorkaStore.com. And more important even than that, please support him directly at DonaldJTrump.com. That's DonaldJTrump.com. Threats to our financial freedom and stability are growing. China, Russia, India, Brazil, and Saudi Arabia are conducting international trade in local currencies, not the U.S. dollar. Rising interest rates and bad loans are exposing the banking system and causing failures. The Biden administration sends hundreds of billions abroad while depleting our strategic oil reserves and ignoring crumbling infrastructure. However, the biggest financial threat may be coming from within. Central bank digital currency is real. Patents have been filed and the big banks have released plans for implementation. The vets at Midas Gold Group see tyrannical implications. The end of cash? The end of financial privacy? Big government able to see your every purchase? Could there be ties to a social credit system? You can own private currency. Gold and silver. Get free silver just for asking Midas Gold Group how you can use your retirement to own physical gold. Call Midas Gold Group today at 855-322-GOLD. That's 855-322-4653. MidasGoldGroup.com. It's just a matter of weeks away. Christmas is almost upon us. If you are ready, if you've um, made your lists of who's naughty and nice, if you've told your loved ones what you want to receive, how about thinking of those outside your immediate family? How about the more than one and a half million children in America who have a parent incarcerated this Christmas? These are very, very vulnerable girls and boys. More than two-thirds of them will end up behind bars themselves. We want to break that cycle with the amazing team at Angel Tree. Just listen to the effect you have on these young girls and boys when they get a Christmas present funded by you on behalf of their mother or father. And it was a little boy answered the door and, and I said, oh, here's a gift from your dad. And, and it was just this, oh, he remembered me. Yeah. And I think the whole gift kind of fades into the background. It's that connection and yeah. that realization that I belong and my friends are having Christmas, but I'm having Christmas too. I'm worthy as a, as a little kid. And that's the part that doesn't leave you. I'm worthy as a little kid and I'm still loved. It's less about the gift than about the message of love that you make possible through your Christmas contribution. One Christmas gift to one child is just $25. If you donate 125 that's five children who you will make feel a little bit more loved this Christmas. $250 is 10 children. Give as much as you can. Let's break that cycle. Call right now, make your Christmas donation, 888-206-2794, or just go to my website, sebgorka.com, and click on the Angel Tree banner at the very top. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorka.com, uh, and the Angel Tree banner, or call them directly on 888-206-2794. Uh, Joe, Victoria, we, you know, we've mentioned um, 
Judge uh, Howell, we could talk about Judge Chutkan, the gag orders, and then we have this individual, Judge Engeron, in uh, New York, who so peculiarly, uh, we have the footage of him mugging for the camera as if he's in some kind of reality TV show. Uh, I'm going to ask a naive question. When did this happen? Because I've been living in America for 15 years, and you didn't hear stories of multiple judges out of control, getting politically involved, gagging opposition candidates, uh, bringing up spew- just, the, just the, the rape case where you temporarily in the, the New York statute remove the statute of limitations for 24 months so a case can be brought against President Trump and only President Trump. Or as we had uh, in the testimony last week of the banks that made the loans to President Trump saying, uh, yeah, it's not unusual for clients to overvalue their properties. That's why we send in the assessors. Uh, we had the loans paid back to us and we had no complaint. When when did this happen? You you know the judicial bench better than anyone. Did this happen, you know, under the Trump administration? Was this simmering for decades? How did we end up with lunatic radical political judges who seem to have no shame? It's Trump hatred syndrome. That's all I can tell. The DC bench the, the, the trial courts in D.C., where Joe and I practiced for decades, was never like this. I, they were sensible people. They were reasonable people. There was an odd one here or there. But having that bench keep prisoners without trial yeah. in solitary confinement is against everything that I know about the rule of law. I think that the federal bench in D.C. has become a very serious problem for anybody who believes in civil rights, individual rights, and the Constitution. Uh, What Victoria said is true. This is part of the Trump derangement syndrome. We're supposed to have judges who are above all of that. But you could see the beginnings of this in the first cases after the election in 2020, when cases were filed in Pennsylvania. A Trump appointee judge who heard the first case was so his his animus toward the president and his legal team at the time during that courtroom proceeding was so obvious that it was embarrassing. And he had written his decision even before the hearing was held. And he wrote this this stinging decision uh, rebuking the president and his lawyers and everybody who was involved in the case. Absolutely unnecessary vilification of people involved in a perfectly legitimate challenge to an election uh, in the state like Pennsylvania, which has been known for years for all types of election irregularities. But this is a direct result of the Trump derangement syndrome. Right, but but, but, but that, look, look, that- we, I use that label all the time, and it's cute and it's descriptive. But I want to drill down on this because I'm no, you know, attorney, but I know that every first year uh, law school student knows you don't put people in solitary confinement for two years awaiting trial. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. It's against the Constitution. So I want to, you know, break down what what is. What is this Trump derangement syndrome? Why, why does this man cause people with 20, 30 years of judicial and legal practice to become political actors? Help me understand. Well, I think it, I think it really shows that people are, have weak characters. Th- these are people who don't want to be criticized. They are ashamed to do the right thing, which is exactly why they've been put on the federal bench. 
to do the right thing. And they are, in fact, doing the wrong thing under the Constitution. I will, I will say this, though. During the Obama regime, um, the Justice Department began to get very political. Yeah. And I had never seen that in all my mm -hmm. years of trying cases. And, I, I, you know, may, the Democrats come in and, and maybe they, there's no more pornography cases. Republicans come in, maybe there's no more antitrust cases. But going after your political opponents and the fact that Lois Lerner was allowed to go after conservative groups and was not indicted. In fact, she was in contempt of the House and she wasn't even indicted for that. Is you, you begin to see the start of how this happened because these people got away with it. Oh, Joe Biden remembers that. Now we can even go bigger. Are these conscious decisions for individuals to become political actors who have no right to be political actors, or is this just a, a cultural milieu? He's a Democrat, she's a Democrat, so we protect her. What, what's your sense, Joe? I think there's a stunning arrogance among these people on the federal bench, and they believe that no one can do anything to them. They have decided that it's their responsibility to inject themselves into the political process and to basically subvert their role as an impartial magistrate in judicial proceedings. I think this is one of the most terrible times in the history of the American judiciary. And for it to center on the district court in the District of Columbia is really sad uh, for those of us who have practiced there for many years. It's, it's really quite an embarrassment. I mean, the number of people held in pretrial detention yeah. with nary a whimper from the district court judges and the Court of Appeals ought to be an embarrassment to every judge on that court. We're talking to Joe DeGeneva, Victoria Tunsing. Follow them at Vic Tunsing. Follow us on all social media, uh, wherever you look. Just put Seb Gorker or Sebastian Gorker in. We're on Truth Social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, Getter, and Telegram. You can watch us on your Roku, your Fire Stick device, or on the Salem News Channel app. And don't forget my Substack page for unique content by me, SebastianGorker.Substack.com. And if you missed our trip to the Holy Land last year with 350 of our dear listeners, don't worry, we've planned our new trip next summer. The Patriots Alaska Cruise, June 29th to July 6th. We're going to revel in the majesty of God's creation in Alaska, talk geopolitics, talk about how it's going to, how we're going to save the republic with you, our dear listeners. Find out all the details at sebgorka.com. That's the Patriots Alaska Cruise next summer, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorka.com. On this MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell wants to thank you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. You will receive a queen-size MyPillow for just $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more for a king-size. You will receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code GORKA to receive this amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, or call 800 829 this offer comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's time to start getting the quality sleep you deserve. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A, or call 800-829-8468 today. MyPillow.com, code Gorka. 
If you enjoy what we provide for you here on America First, this isn't NPR, this isn't PBS. We don't get half a billion dollars of your taxpayer money every single year. This is a free market enterprise. We thrive on the support of those who make our shows possible. Great patriots like Mike Lindell, friends of the president. He's celebrating 20 years of my pillow. That's incredible. The only pillow that never gets soft, never gets hot. Uh, find out why 81 million people have bought the my pillow, but also the other more than 200 items on his website, perfect Christmas gifts. Go to MyPillow.com. Use my name for up to 66% off or call in your order. Talk to a real human being. Forget that Chinese garbage on Amazon. 800-829-8468. That's 800-829-8468. MyPillow.com. Promo code G-O-R-K-A. Joe, you worked very closely with the Congress when you were the... um, District, uh, when you were the uh, U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia. Victoria, you have a storied career on Capitol Hill. Will you give us your take? Give us a letter grade from A to F on the last nine months of uh, Republican-led congressional hearings on the weaponization of the deep state and, let's say, the, uh, the corruption of the Biden family. Give us a letter grade. F. Okay. I'm not surprised. We never disagree. Tell us what they are doing wrong. Well, that would we'd start with the word everything and then we can (laughs) and then we can analyze it after that. First of all, you don't hold hearings the way they hold hearings. You'll notice you watch. They have these five minute intervals where they let members make fools of themselves by asking totally disjointed and unconnected questions. One from one member from another. The way you conduct these hearings is you appoint a counsel for the committee, either somebody that's on the committee already, a staff lawyer, or a special counsel you bring in. Uh, and some, in somebody hearing, who is a subject matter expert. Exactly. And you bring in someone and you let them for two hours examine the witnesses and cross-examine the witnesses. And only Be, behind, then, behind, be, sorry, the, behind closed doors or in open session? No. Oh, we can, can, well, it can be both. It could be in, certainly behind closed doors. But then in open session, when you're conducting hearings, it must be done that way so that the public gets a story. They don't get these truncated questions from each of the members. That's, that, that has been a real problem because the Republicans come in and they say one thing for five minutes. And then the Democrats come in and they're always much more organized than the Republicans. And so they repeat the same thematic phrase or word. For instance, in the Trump first impeachment, it was abuse of power, abuse of power. They say it again and again and again. And I have been, I've conducted hearings. Joe and I actually did hearings for the House where we were the counsel and asked the questions. But getting Republicans to be organized is like herding cats. Now, what's what's interesting about this is that it the the Republicans actually don't want this. They they specifically have made a decision that they do not want outside counsel asking the questions. They have decided that it's more important for each member to have his little say each day during all of these oversight so, hearings. So that they have That's, the C-SPAN clip to show their constituents? Yeah. Precisely. Precisely. And we were told the other day, and it's, we, I had a series of meetings with outside groups who have been trying to work with these committees, and they were told specifically by the staffs that the members do not want to have counsel asking these questions. They want the opportunity to do these five-minute questions themselves. That's all they want. That is a disgrace. It's an embarrassment. 
and the Republicans in the House should be ashamed of themselves. So this, this, isn't, example, this isn't yeah. incompetence. This is a deliberate, uh, selfish, yes. we, we don't want to achieve anything except get our camera time. Yes, and, yeah. and, and this, this never would have happened years ago. And really, it's a, it, it really is a testament to the lack of stature of these people heading these committees that they're afraid they're afraid to have a setting where professional lawyers can ask questions just for a couple of hours. Remember Fred Thompson? Yeah. Who, oh, yes. Yeah. I used, to, I used to see him at yeah. the grocery store in, in McLean. He was a dear friend. Who, who, will ever, who, who will ever forget Fred Thompson <laughs> saying, Mr. Butterfield, does the White House have a recording system? <laughs> and even as recently as Brett Kavanaugh's. Uh, hearing. They brought in a woman uh, who was an expert in prosecuting rape cases to question the witnesses. So it has been done. They know that they're supposed to do it, yeah. but they don't they don't want to do it. They've made a conscious choice to avoid to to not do it the right way. To not, to, is, to not just, be effective. That's the conscious choice. Correct. We're talking exactly. to Victoria Thompson at uh, uh, Joe DeGeneva. Please support them. They've taken on the deep state to the cost of their half a million dollars in legal fees. They never give up the fight, but let's have their back. Go to their Give, Send, Go. That's givesendgo.com slash DeGeneva Tunsing. Be as generous as you can. That's givesendgo.com slash DeGeneva Tunsing. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is a very special one-on-one coming to you from the relieffactor.com studios just outside the insalubrious, fetid, rank, malodorous, noisome swamp that is Washington, D.C. Relief Factor. Do you know somebody who struggles with pain every day and has not managed to find a solution? That was my mother for more than 20 years. And I lived with that as a child, and I saw that as I grew up, and it was tough. I saw what it did to her, how it affected her life, the things she could and couldn't do, and how it affected her planning for the future. If you're that person, or if you know somebody like that, try and gift them the incredible gift of pain relief this Christmas. Order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. The 100% drug-free ingredients of this product assault the cause of the pain, which is the inflammation. If they've tried everything else, you know this could be the answer. More than a million people, me included, take Relief Factor every single day. 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's relieffactor.com. 1-800-473-5433. Can you confirm to us that the videotapes of Cassidy Hutchinson, the ones where she's now changing her testimony through the errata, that they are missing, they are gone? That is true. I can confirm that. And all of the videotapes of all depositions are gone. Um, Again, we found out about this early in the investigation when I received a call uh, from someone who was looking for some information off one of the videotapes. And we started searching and we had none. I wrote a letter to Benny Thompson asking for them, and he confirmed that they did not preserve those tapes. He didn't feel that they had to, but according to House rules, you have to preserve any data and information and documents that are used in a profic- uh, uh, an official proceeding, which they did. They actually aired portions of these tapes on their televised hearings, which means they had to keep those. Our good friend John Solomon breaking that news, I think, last Thursday night with Congressman Barry Loudermilk of Georgia, talking of how you run uh, congressional investigations, how fascinating that, quote-unquote, key witnesses against President Trump around January the 6th, all of their closed-session deposition videotape 
has disappeared. Joe, Victoria, it seems as if the other side knows how to run investigations or at least knows how to deep six evidence that is, how should I put this, inconvenient to their narrative? Well, here's the thing about that interview that John Solomon did with Representative Loudermilk. Loudermilk said something very interesting. He said, we found out about this at the beginning of our investigation. (laughs) Why did we just find out about it last Thursday from John Solomon? Wow. What have the Republicans been doing with this information? Sitting on it. This is another example of the absolute incompetence. First of all, why haven't they introduced a resolution of censure against Benny Thompson? Is it because he's a black member of Congress and he's a Democrat? The Republicans are fools. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to exercise power. If if, if the Democrats have done what Loudermilk says they've done, do something about it. I just love the fact that you know th- that is that is Joe DeGeneva. We we play him a twenty three second minute clip, and he focuses on the one thing that really matters. We knew about this in January. Victoria, your reaction to that clip? Well, it's no surprising that this is what happened with that January sixth committee because right. it was illegal uh, from the beginning. Never in the history of the House of Representatives has the opposite party decided who was going to be on the entire committee. And so I guess we should really go to those Republicans who were supposed to be responsible uh, for for keeping it. Um, Would they they have preserved it or did they join the Democrats? So if the the Republicans are so hot to throw out George Santos, which is fine if that's what they want to do, why can't they pick up a pen and paper and do something about Benny Thompson and the former Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, who obviously condoned the destruction of these tapes. What in the world are they going to do about it? I love seeing you when you're angry, Joe. It gives me faith that uh, there are those who want to fight. I have such a long list. For the last segment, I want you, I want to hand it over to you. I want you and Victoria (laughs) to tell us the most important thing that we're not talking about. So I'll let you ruminate on that. But we've got a few minutes left in this segment. And I'm just going to bring up a completely random topic. Not really really random, but it's one I have to get your your, your take on. Because it's related to the deep state and abuse of power. FISA. FISA is meant to be renewed. Uh, This is what I deem to be one of the most un-American tools, this secret court where the judge's identity is secret, the person they're about to get a warrant on has no real representative. What is your professional opinion of what the future of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act court system should be in America? Let's start with you, Victoria. Well, Sam, let me me just give you some history. When I was chief counsel for the Senate Intelligence Committee for Barry Goldwater, whom I adored. Um, we, we, FISA was just new, and we were just working with it, and we were trying to get information. And it was the liberals that were marching in, saying, oh, this is terrible. You shouldn't <laughs> be doing any kind of wiretapping. And now we have an about ship. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think there's any doubt that FISA has been abused now for a number of years. There isn't any question that it's been abused that the FBI has purposely misused it, that they've lied to the FISA court. It's also true that the FISA court has done a very lousy job of oversight. They've delayed making public information about illegal activities by the FBI. And here's my prediction. The, The FISA extension will be renewed without any major changes. 
because the Republicans do not have the guts to take on the FBI. Yeah. This is an absolute outrageous result. Nothing will change. There will be no warrants required to, to get access about information for Americans. There will be no ombudsman on the court to protect Americans. It's going to be a disgraceful finish to the reauthorization. Let me give you one terrible example. You remember the FBI lawyer, Klein Smith, who lied about Carter Page on the well, FISA who, who, who actually adopted a CIA document to yes. give it the yes. reverse meaning of what it had and so implicate Carter Page. And the, yeah, and that was the basis for Carter Page being implicated, that he was never, never working for the CIA, which he had done. The judge, who was the head of the FISA court, happened to be his judge for his sentencing to his guilty plea. And he got a slap on the hand, and he now has his law license back. I think that the examples of the judges sitting on the FISA court have been a disgrace. Uh, this is another example of them not doing their constitutional duty. And they should have been at the forefront of demanding changes to the FISA law, but they weren't. And I should, must say, should it be I, scrapped, I am, I am Joe? Utterly... Should it be scrapped? Uh, first of all, here's the thing. It needs to be scrapped in its current form. Without protections to, for Americans, it's, it needs to be scrapped because the president, under, under Article 2, has the constitutional authority to wiretap communications of foreign nationals yeah. here and overseas. So that can be taken care of. It's the Americans we're trying to protect. That's who's being hurt by FISA at this point. Yeah. All right. We're talking to Victoria uh, <coughs> Tansing and Joe Geneva. Follow them on social media at Vic Tansing. That's T-O-E-N-S-I-N-G. This is America First One-on-One -on -one coming to you from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Relief Factor works. It is liberating over a million people from their daily pain, me included. But it's not just me. It's people like Yvonne from California. Let me share with you Yvonne's story. Both my husband and I are in our 70s and are so grateful to have found Relief Factor. We tried so many other solutions, but none of them gave us the freedom of being pain-free like Relief Factor. Just those two words, pain-free, should be reason enough for you to order this 100% drug-free product today at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee... By the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you. Like it works for me, Yvonne, and over a million of your fellow Americans. Ask yourself just one very simple question. What do I have to lose? If the only answer to that question is the pain, well, then you know what to do. Don't wait another nanosecond. Write the number down right now. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF or just go to relieffactor.com. That number again, 1-800-473-5433, relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. We went to the Wailing Wall when we were in Jerusalem with 350 of our dear listeners. If you want to join us on our next trip to Alaska next summer, find out all the details at my website, sebgorka.com, and click on the Patriots Alaska Cruise. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A. Join us for the trip of a lifetime. I've never been to Alaska. I've not even been on a cruise, the Patriots Alaska Cruise. Okay, Joe, Victoria, I have dear friends of mine who have the best uh, foreign podcast, amazing guests out of the UK and uh, Francis and uh, Constantine always ask their guests the same question and now I'm going to mercilessly steal from them and I'm going to ask you the same question what is the issue 
that we are not talking enough about? What is the buried lead in all of these things? Give me the thing that we should be focusing on that isn't getting the requisite attention. I'll tell you one of the, the issues in which said how bad the Republicans are at having hearings. They're really bad at messaging. Yeah. They go out and say, well, we, we will find some we'll find some money that Joe Biden had. No, the elements of bribery are an official act, and that would be getting Chokin fired because he was investigating Hunter's company. Yeah. And that that person or some other person, any other person or entity could receive the value. And Republicans keep saying, well, we're going to track money to Joe Biden. You don't have to for bribery. Anybody, other person can receive that value and it's bribery. And they haven't gotten that message across. And, and, and the other thing that's absolutely stupefying and infuriating is the fact that the, the Republicans cannot bring themselves to do the things that need to be done to bring the warrior state the lawfare state, the weaponized U.S. government to heal. And I must tell you, I am so nauseated by the testimony of Christopher Wray. The fact that he can get up before a committee yeah. and, and berate a congressman and say, are you suggesting that all the members of the FBI are somehow involved in, in, in inciting riots? That's not the question that was being asked by members. He was asked, were there any FBI informants? How many did you have? And Christopher Ray, were to believe, doesn't know the answer to that now after, after several years. The fact is, the Republicans don't know how to ask questions. They don't know how to follow up. They, they don't know how to. And, and more than that, you know what? The FBI just got $375 million to build their new office building. Yeah. Now, these are the nitwit Republicans who are so angry at the FBI that they gave them more money. Yeah. I think, um, look, we have to do this again before Christmas, if we may. I, I, I always get to the end and I'm like, how? I need more time, I need more time. But I think uh, <laughs> one of the most important things you, you, you've uh, said, uh, both of you, is, is that our side, the good guys, the people who believe in law and order, the people who believe in the Constitution, don't know how to exercise power. That is the nub of the issue. God bless you. Stay safe. Best of the Yuletide season to you. And hopefully we can talk again before Christmas. Please support you Joe and Zeb. Victoria. Go to givesendgo.com to Jennifer Tansing. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This has been America First One-on-One. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, keep your head on a swivel. Watch your six. Hold the line. Never give up. Never give in. And stay frosty. Our fathers brought forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, but it can never forget what they did here. I have a dream to do. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you. The rest of the world hears you. And the people... Yeah.
This is America First with Sebastian Gorka. It's amazing when you consider the Me Too movement in, in that context. We went from believe all women to believe no women if they're Jewish, right? Mm -hmm. And you, it's not about, like, where are the women's groups? It's like, who do the women's groups represent? Who do they represent now? We know they don't represent any Republican women or libertarian women or pro-life women or independent women. Among feminists, they don't represent women in sports who don't want to compete against men. They don't, uh, they don't uh, represent women who believe in legitimate safe spaces away from men, right? They don't represent, obviously, Jewish women, and they don't re represent white women unless they buy a dinner where they confess that they're an oppressor to uh, uh, woke scholars. And I'm trying to think, who's left to represent? Is it men who say they're women? Because once you no longer stand up for victims of mass rape, what good are you as a woman's group, right? You're, you're yeah. worthless. You're pathetic. It's just a simple question. Thank you, Greg Gottfeld, for asking it. The left, the champion of women. Isn't that where feminism began? Who do they represent today amongst women? Is it only men pretending to be women? Because it's not after the Me Too movement. Jewish women who were raped and in many cases mutilated and afterwards murdered? It's a good question. There's one person on the left, or maybe she's left her erstwhile compatriots, former CEO of Facebook, Sheryl Sandberg, who had this 17-second message for the United Nations. Cut 13. It's inexcusable when those who have the capacity to make a difference don't. We call upon the entire UN to formally condemn Hamas for these rapes, make sure there is a full and fair investigation, and hold the terrorists accountable. Okay, we've found one liberal. Shame we don't have millions more. Welcome, dear friends. I do believe it's Tuesday. This is America First, hosted by me, Sebastian Gorka. We're going to continue our discussion of what has happened to the left. We have amazing guests for you today, two of your absolute fan favorites, Joe DeGeneva and Victoria Tunsing for the third hour one-on-one. -on -one. Never, ever miss a moment of the deep dive, long-form discussion here on America First. Make sure you are subscribed. The easiest thing is just to go to your favorite podcast platform, Salem, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gawker, America First. You'll never, ever miss any of our interviews. Or if you follow me on Twitter, we post the third hour there as well. We are on all the social media platforms that matter, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, Getter, Truth Social, uh, Telegram, and don't forget the Salem News Channel app. You can watch the show there as well. And uh, my Substack is just my name, SebastianGorka.substack.com. Okay, let's, um, let's discuss what I think is the most dangerous thing the left has perpetrated in the last three years. The long-term ramifications of the open borders are yet to be known. Tens of millions let into this country in the last 40 years at least 16 million in the last three years. What are they going to do? Who is amongst them? Only time will tell. But the left institutionally 
has issued a death warrant against President Trump. Some of their most influential names, such as Robert Kagan, came together at the weekend to publish a slew of articles from the Atlantic to the New York Times to the Washington Post saying that um, President Trump is a dictator. He is the new Mussolini, the new Hitler. What do you do with putative dictators, future tyrants? Well, of course, you should kill them, correct? That is the message they are sending across the nation to their supporters, some of whom we know thanks to the person who tried to kill Justice Kavanaugh, are quite, quite capable of committing political murder. In this massive piece in the Washington Post, this is what Robert Kagan, husband of Victoria Newland, a central character in all the machinations of the State Department, the Orange Revolutions, and the Russia hoax, Well, he has this to say in the opening lines of his article. A Trump dictatorship is increasingly inevitable. We should stop pretending. Now, think of the inference of every single sentence here. Let's stop the wishful thinking and face the stark reality. There is a clear path to dictatorship in the United States, and it is getting shorter every day. In 13 weeks, Donald Trump will have locked up the Republican nomination. In the real clear politics poll average, Trump leads his nearest competitor by 47 points and leads the rest of the field combined by 27 points. The idea that he is unelectable in the general election is nonsense. He is tied or ahead of President Biden in all the latest polls, stripping other Republican challengers of their own stated reasons for existence. The fact that many Americans might prefer other candidates, much ballyhooed by such political sages as Karl Rove, will soon become irrelevant when millions of Republican voters turn out to choose the person whom no one allegedly wants. Barring some miracle, Trump will soon be the presumptive Republican nominee for president. The hour of casting about for alternatives is closing. What is Robert Kagan saying here? What is he really saying? He's saying that the American people are going to choose their next president. But they can't be allowed to do so. Do you understand what that means? President Trump is defeating legally and legitimately all his challenges for the nomination and is currently defeating the incumbent in every significant poll, including in swing states. But you're not allowed to choose him. You, democratically choosing him, is a dictatorship if you're a Democrat. 
Because you're not allowed to freely choose your president. The fascists have revealed themselves. The mask has dropped. The Liz Cheney's, the Robert Kagan's, the Anne Applebaum's are the true Nazis. Why? Because in such a stunning lack of appreciation for self-awareness, they are saying, you are not allowed to choose your president. If America chooses her president, that is the tyranny. Bizarre, isn't it? But only bizarre if you don't appreciate who the true fascists are. Everyone who votes for the Democrats, I don't care who you are, you have bought into that narrative, and you are the fascist. It's that simple. If you believe Americans should be allowed to choose their chief executive, then you're not a fascist. The choice is that binary. Do you get to choose your president or not? The stakes have been elucidated. I'm Sebastian Gorka. We've only just begun. Stay with us for the next three hours. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.